0: One thing that we need to do every day is we need to eat. We need to eat in order that we do not starve. If we don't eat, we starve. So eating is a practice that every single person does in every single culture, every single country. We have different foods that we eat, but we all have to eat every day and we have kind of two scenarios in the Old Testament and New Testament here. And they both parallel each other. The first is the Old Testament, where the Israelites are in the desert. And the second is the New Testament, where the Israelites are in a desert. Okay, both are in a desert. In the Old Testament, the Israelites in the desert, they complain to Moses and to god and their complaint is that they want better food than what god has given them what do they want they want the cucumbers the melons the leeks the onions and the garlic doesn't that sound good and instead they're given bread from heaven think about that they want food from the earth and god has given them food from heaven raining down Every day, food that they don't have to work for. And God gives it to them. And the people's problem is that they complain about the food that God gives them. They just complain and murmur. And they complain and murmur so much that Moses has a nervous breakdown. You know, at the end of this passage, Moses is going crazy. He's having a nervous breakdown because the people are driving him crazy because all they're doing is complaining and murmuring. You ever meet people like that? That just complain and murmur. Even about the food that they're going to eat. They just complain and murmur. And eventually you get sick of, of people like that. They're just complaining and murmuring and never giving thanksgiving for the good things that God has given them. We can become a complaining and murmuring society, or we can become a grateful society, given thanksgiving for meals. And so that's just on a human level, given thanksgiving for a meal that's given to us here on earth. And so that's the Old Testament. People are in the desert, God gives them food from heaven, and they complain about it. New Testament. The Israelites are in the desert. They have no food. And so God is going to give them food. But he's going to use food from earth and multiply it. What's Jesus going to use? So God is there now, not above the people, but with the people. Jesus, the son of God. And he takes five barley loaves and two fishes. He blesses them, breaks them and then distributes them to the people and all are are fed. Even to the point where there's leftovers, you always know a good restaurant when you have leftovers. That's the way you can always tell a good restaurant when you have leftovers, there's leftovers. And there were 12 wicker baskets full of leftovers of both the bread and the fish. And so what's Jesus teaching them, teaching the people? Why does he do that gesture where he blesses, he breaks, and then he gives? Because he's showing the people, give thanks for the food that you have. Give thanks for the food that God provides. So that, that's on a human level. There's now a spiritual level, a whole spiritual level that God gives us. That God gives us the food from heaven to nourish us spiritually. So as we have to eat, every day to survive so that we don't starve we have to eat spiritually every day so that our souls do not starve and that's why we come to mass we come to be fed we come to be fed with the word of god we come to be fed with holy communion the eucharist whether you're receiving that holy communion physically today or whether you're receiving spiritually today god wants to nourish your soul spiritually and so jesus comes to us in the Eucharist. And the word Eucharist means thanksgiving. And so Jesus is going to perform a miracle every day in the Mass for us, where bread is taken. It's blessed. You Know what the priest does? He goes like this. That's what's called the epiclesis, the power of the Holy Spirit. Comes down upon the bread, comes down upon the wine, transubstantiates the bread and wine, So it's no longer bread. It's no longer wine. It's now the body and blood of Christ. It's blessed. It's broken. And then it's distributed to the faithful. And the faithful eat it even to the overflowing, overabundance. See that? Because that's what the Eucharist does. It gives us an overabundance of grace to us. And so Jesus is performing something spiritual here, The multiplication of the loaves that he's going to do later at the Last Supper in a spiritual way. But he's also going to do it on the cross. So there's a spiritual analogy here that the people are in the desert. Jesus is in the desert. When Jesus is on the cross, he's in a desert. His throat is parched where, where he has thirst. And Jesus He becomes the blessing for us. So notice the three words. That God, Jesus, blesses the Eucharist. He breaks it. He breaks the bread. And then he distributes it. What does he do on the cross? Jesus is our blessing. Why? Because he's the one that takes the sins of the world upon himself. So he becomes the blessing. He takes the curse of God, the curse of sin, upon himself. And he becomes the blessing. And then what does he do? Same as the bread. He's broken. He's broken on the cross. So he becomes the curse, but then he breaks the curse by his own body being broken on the cross. And then what does he do? He sheds his blood. He distributes his blood. He gives himself to others. He gives his whole life to others on the cross. And that's what he does in the Eucharist. He's the blessing Jesus is the blessing, Jesus is the one that's broken, and Jesus is the one that's distributed to the faithful. See that? So this whole multiplication of loaves leads us to the cross, and the cross leads us to the Mass. That's why we call the Mass the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, because it's a sacrifice, it's a sacrifice that, that Jesus, this is the altar, Jesus is giving himself for us in the Mass, that he's our blessing. He's the one that's broken for us. He's the one that's distributed to us. And ultimately, what's our response? When we receive the bread from heaven at Mass, what's our response? It is the word Eucharist in Greek, which is in the Bible actually word eucharist is actually a greek word in the bible that means thanksgiving so whenever you hear the word eucharist it means thanksgiving our response for receiving the bread from heaven should always be one of thanksgiving after we receive holy communion whether you receive holy communion here physically in the mass or spiritually take some time and your first prayer should always be one of thanksgiving. Don't think about what you have to do during the day, all your tasks, all your problems, every, God already knows that. Just give thanksgiving. Just say, thank you, God, for this bread from heaven. Thank you, God, for the Eucharist. Thank you, God, for this spiritual communion, this holy communion that you give me. You know what Jesus says? that if you receive Holy Communion in the state of grace, then he shall raise you up on the last day. You shall be given eternal life. Holy Communion is a foretaste of eternal life. You cannot get closer to God than in Holy Communion. That's the closest you can get to God here on earth is Holy Communion. And that's why it's a foretaste of heaven. That's why if you need healing, pray for healing. Yes, physical healing, I pray for it all the time. Doesn't mean that God's gonna give it right away. You can still pray for it. Physical healing, spiritual healing, emotional healing, healing of relationships, healing of your families. Healing is so important, we all need healing. So, you could say, God, heal me. Heal me of sin. Heal me of vices. Heal me of addictions, habits. Not only heal me, heal others that are far away from you. Heal my family, my friends, my co workers. All in my life, heal them, oh God. And will Jesus not hear your prayer? He's within you, his ear is to your heart at that moment. He's listening to every word, every thought that you pray to him. That's the power of the Holy Mass. That's the power of the Eucharist. And if only we see that. Instead of just saying, well, Mass is boring. I don't get anything out of it. Are you putting anything in it? That's what we say. Father, I'm not getting anything out of it. And we say, are you putting anything into it? You won't get anything out of something if you don't put anything into it. You have to put some of yourself into it. Yes, God has given you the bread from heaven, but he also wants that response from us, that Eucharistic response, that thanksgiving of the Lord. So keep this in mind. Every time God does something in the Bible, a sign, it's always a sign of something greater, a sign of the passion, a sign of the Last Supper, a sign of the Holy Mass, of the Holy Eucharist that Jesus wants to give to each and every one of his children.
1: Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org That's MICPrayers.org.